Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy, Ty, and this is the official first episode of the second season of the Talks Podcast. I'm here with the wonderful Dandy Felix. Hello. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm all right. Everything's going good. Everything's great. Couldn't be better. You know, wanted to touch base with you real quick on just a lot of different things, you know, involving a black woman. You know, and I feel like you're probably the best person to pretty much bring it on home, really talk about what we need to get to, and talk about what we need to do in order to get where we need to get to. Feel me? So, we're definitely here with it. So, the topic of discussion today, and I'm going to let you lead, what are we talking about today? Well, one thing I believe black women really need is to, is that self-love. Everything starts with self-love, right? You can't really do anything without the confidence. You can't really... Although we need resources and we need people in our lives, we can't even gain these things or gain our resources without the confidence to actually do so. And, you know, and although we can uh, portray this amount of confidence, if it's not genuine, uh, not it's not really going to help you get anywhere. Now, when you say self-love, because you lost me with the self-love part, because I feel like a lot of women love themselves. I feel like they love themselves a bit too much. Now, what are you really talking about exactly? Like, break it down, sister. Okay. Break it down, please. Well, when I break down self-love, I think of, okay, self-respect. Like, a lot of women can say that they love themselves, but they'll, like, they'll go hard to, like, get ass shots or implants or make themselves look away for the attention of men. That to me is not self respect. If you want to get some ass shots because you you like you like the way it makes you look in the mirror, you yourself and you that's your business. Well a lot of, I believe a lot of people do a, a lot of these uh, permanent and even damaging things for attention of other people. That's not self love. That's just craving for attention. Well, I think when it comes to the men and women relationships, you know, it's all about validating one another. Mm -hmm. Because when you look at a lot of relationships, technically, a lot of women like to say this. And more women say it than men do. I need someone that compliments me. Mm -hmm. In other words, that's like indirectly validating someone. So it's like, all right, I want to get the ass shots and I want to get my boobs done and I want to do this and I want to do that because I want to be validated by a certain type of a man. All right. Now, a lot of women that normally get ass shots, it's sad to say, a lot of women that normally get ass shots and boobs done, X, Y, Z, A, B, C, they normally try to attract those kind of guys that fuck with chicks that have those things, i.e. rappers, athletes, drug dealers, and the list goes on. They don't... I don't think a woman that actually wants a career professional, not saying that those professions aren't careers, but the, the average woman that wants herself a career professional man, she's not doing that because she doesn't have to do that. Am I right or wrong about that? You know, help me out a little bit because you might have more insight than I do. Well, let's see. When I see a woman going to law school or even marrying a lawyer, whether she's go like she's in that major herself or not, 
No, I really don't. I don't see a lot of women going hard to get surgeries like ass shots or implants. But you know, there there are a lot of women I'm surrounded by that get their face done. You know, they they get they try to freeze time, and I think that's that's for like pretty much every race. Anybody will try to freeze time or freeze their aging is to look youthful and look valuable to the men because um. Uh, it's not so much of a self-love thing. It's more of a what can I get me thing. Because, okay, so a lot of women will go out with the drug dealers. If the drug dealers can pay for X, Y, and Z, can get them these experiences out in Miami or California or whatever. I think when you speak about that, that's predominantly talking about black folks. I don't really hear white women or women of other ethnicities talking about that shit. No. They normally go for the career professional. Now, of course, they have drug dealers that are white, mm-hmm. that are Asian, mm-hmm. that are Colombian, and et cetera, et cetera. But you don't normally hear about it as much. It's not put on a pedestal. Yeah, because let's be honest. Like, when you look at it statistically, how many of those can you really find? on a normal day-to-day basis as opposed to the black person where you find that more. It depends who's doing the calculations. You know, is somebody really are you trying to there? Are you trying to say that it's actual ra- it's statistical racism? Meaning like there's racism within the stats? Oh, prob- probably, definitely. Like how else, if you go by the media that only portrays what's happening in the hood in a negative way, then of course they're those if they're going by those numbers, then of course it's gonna be because like like when we think about how many people are in America, right? Majority of the poor people they're white, but you're not gonna think about that because the majority of the poor people you see would be colored, and then the majority of the white people you see, you know, are bl- are maybe not blinged out, but they're at least well off, you know, especially what's portrayed out there. Well, see, when you talk about poor. Like, what do you mean exactly? Because I think when they talk about poor, they're talking about in terms of, like, resources and access to opportunities and stuff like that, which would create wealth and which would create this um, economic vibrancy, so to speak. Because in order to be vibrant economically, you have to have infrastructures and institutions and things in place, you know, to give you that, I guess, freedom. Well, at this t- time and age, we have, we kind of have, like, access to a lot, to this now, point where, like, a lot are just exclusive at this point. Like, there are a lot of people getting fucked over, definitely. Now, let me ask you this, because you seem to be a very smart girl. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you this. Do you feel like it's still racism today, or you feel like black people just not doing shit? I think it's both. I think it's, it's both. Like, Why you smile? Because it's, it's... I think you want to say black people just ain't doing shit. I think you kind of want to say that. But you don't want to put that on record. No, no, no. Because I think that there are a lot of police officers that are targeting black kids. It's so easy to be like, okay, well, black man, you're going to jail because I need... I need to put a certain amount of people in jail so I can climb up in my rank as a judge. You know? I think that, that's, that's definitely, definitely true, happened. but guess what? Guess what? A lot of what? people are putting themselves in predicaments to get fucked over. Bingo. There are people that are innocent bystanders, yeah, but I feel like a lot of people are also like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I'll do this, that, and the third, knowing what the consequences are. And then when they have to deal with the actual consequences, they're confused 
or angry, and then their anger may even... Or they start to call racism. I've heard that. I've heard a lot of dudes say, I got locked up for selling drugs because I'm black. You got locked up for selling drugs. You just happen to be black. See how that works? Yeah. But they never look at the crime. They always look at the reason why the crime might have been, I guess, called the crime. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I see I see videos of black people getting attacked, but I see a lot of videos of white people getting attacked as well. Not to say that they're not attacking, attacking us deliberately, but a lot of people really put themselves in the predicament too. And it's just like, if you know that there are cops out there that are trying to like kill us off, then why the fuck are you going doing shit to give them a reason to, to put a target on your back, you know? Like, if you're, you're an 18-year-old kid you're black, you live in Brooklyn, and you know cops are trying to, like, give give any reason to, you know, count, like, add up the, sen- the what's the, the name, census, in jail. Yeah. And that means you are a possible target, so why are you doing shit in the street to get their attention? Even if you're just walking. You know, if you're walking, then of course you're you're just a target. But if you're doing dumb shit, there's no The reason why black yourself. people are, well, this is what I think. The reason why black people are largely taken advantage of mm-hmm. is because they don't have anything. And yeah. anybody that's not in a position to, I guess, put themselves in position will be taken advantage of. That's just that. It's almost like with money. You don't have the money to do certain things. A lot of people that have the money in order for you to do certain things, they're going to take advantage of you because they know you need the money, right? Right. So that's true. It's like, it's like it's almost like exploitation in a sense. Well, that's why I exploit the situation as much as I can. You smiling a lot. You smiling. Why are you coming at my smile? Something wrong with my teeth? No, I'm just saying you smiling a lot. Like you kind of liking the conversation. I'm not gonna lie to you. You getting a little comfortable in the combo. This is something like I talk about a lot because I really do feel like. I get that from you. I get that from you just like by, you know, looking at certain things. I get that, you know, you're very in tuned and you're very in touch with community issues and community-based stuff and yeah. black people and black power and black fist and the red, black, and green and market gardens. I used to volunteer at this, um, at the school near Cypress Hills. That's East New York? Yeah. I had to, like, literally walk from the bus through the pink houses projects to get to the school. Yeah, I would have never did that. So I, there's this program called um, Tomorrow's Leaders and basically the pr- purpose of the program is to have for a place for the kids to have after school meaning if they have nothing to do or they're usually like out and about not home or there's nobody for them to go home to they can be in the program. And the program was pretty awesome. Like they had like activities to, for them to do or they had like a weekly place for them to go weekly like the zoo or like a museum something that's productive for them I think the problem with a lot of programs I think we focus well not we as a you and I but we as a people I think we focus too much on programs programs are pretty much designed to cope with whatever's going on and just to help you get by that's what it is you see like a lot of poverty programs right why fund the poverty program when you could just fund the community that's basically in poverty to get them out of poverty? So you got to look at the big picture. It's almost like it's almost like somebody that had bad breath, right? Instead of eating gum all the time, <laughs> why don't you just get the tooth? No, come on. Come on. I'm just saying, like, 
Instead of eating gum all the fucking time and candy and shit. Just get the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? So that's what I, I basically use that analogy to make this point. You have to get to the root of the problem. The problem is not there's not enough programs. Okay, if that was the problem, you know what to do, just create enough programs. Right. But if the problem is about the community not having certain things in play, get to the roots, start opening businesses. It's almost like when black businesses fail all the time. Well, that's the thing. Like, okay, so in my neighborhood, uh, people complain that like a lot of the black na- black owned businesses are not being supported by the black people in the neighborhood. And they're not being supported by the black people in the neighborhood because the neighborhood itself doesn't have the opportunities. Remember, in order for you to have black dollars coming to you, you have to have black businesses, institutions, i.e. infrastructure in order for the dollars to circulate through. No, so, it's really about, I, okay, I, I just feel like it's really about the decision of the person that holds the dollar. It's either you no, choose no, no, to no. go to the Chinese food store, or you choose to go to the Jamaican store, or you choose to go to the soul store, or you choose to go to the vegan store that's black-owned, or you choose to go to the yoga spot that's black-owned, you choose to go to the yoga spot that's I feel like, no, 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 I feel like you have you a know? point with that, but I'm talking about, like, in terms of, like, you know, the youth that's coming up today. Like, think about it. If I work in my neighborhood, right, and my neighborhood got, like, a popping-ass clothing store, sneaker store, nine times out of ten, once I get my check, I'm going right there. Mm-hmm. Like, understand what I'm saying? I'm not even trying to think about Manhattan. I'm not thinking about Queens. I'm thinking about, yo, that spot across the street got those Jordans I want. I work here. I already know the money I'm getting on Friday. I'm going in to get those J-Dos. Mm-hmm. They're not going to think about going to cheap. The problem is you have to have everything in close proximity in order to really get the full benefit. It's almost like when a chick got a boyfriend that live out in Queens, right? Mm-hmm. But the dude she feeling live right around the corner. What do you think will happen? Well, uh, I don't know what to say to that. You could be honest. You know, we got it all on record, baby girl. You could just put it all out there. Cause it depends <laughs> on just, her. Like, what's her mindset like? She might want to fuck with the dude that's around and the corner. If she does, then you better get you a new girl. Yeah, but what if? Yeah, but yeah, what but if you don't know about it? Well, then I guess you got too many. That's what I'm saying. So with that being said, I think the person that makes the decision, the decision holder, is going to make the decision that suits their best interest. And I'm just going to stick with what's close to me. That's it. It's almost like a convenience. Well, a lot of people do their shopping online, so it's not hard to look up look up black owned businesses and see what yeah but i mean think about it i'm online right exactly i'm I'm online right now i could look up black owned businesses that might be too time consuming that might be too laborious people spend a majority of their time just looking at their screen like this yeah but you're gonna remember remember it goes back to what i just said before you're gonna go with what's in your best interest so with that being said there's not that many black businesses that I can think of on my on the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go right to FullLocker.com. <laughs> like understand what I'm saying? I'm just gonna go right to FullLocker.com. See how easy that was? See how easy I said that? See how fast I said that? I didn't say black on business. Yeah, black on business. <laughs> no, 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 I did not. I said what came to mind as soon as I thought of making the decision. Well, then that means that means you don't care. You don't care to do the research. You don't care. It's, no, it's, it's not that I don't care. I'm just gonna be honest. It ain't enough for me to care about. Exactly. You don't you, care. No, 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 no. I'm going to say it again. Cause I don't think you're listening. Okay. I'm going to say it again. It's just not enough for me to care about. Enough for me to care about. 
Meaning like, okay, if I know of 50 black-owned businesses at the top of my head, then I can care about it because there's enough for me to care about. Right, but how do you get to know, how do you gain knowledge? I mean, yeah, you gain knowledge based by research and stuff like that. But I'm going to be honest, like, what is there to research? But that's the thing, to know what's out there. Hey, I want to go to the park today. All right, well, I'm not trying to go to this park right out here. What other parks can we go to? Oh, the park right there. That's a park right there. Exactly. If that's not the park your friend is trying to go to and she she wants to go to a park that has... Oh, yeah, and by the way, that's like, that in the rooftop Mm -hmm. of this building, that's like the old beanie popping spot for like smoke. And shit when the weather get warm and it's like a late night mm-hmm. come here come to the building because that's like a private park but what if i didn't want to do that what if i want to go to manhattan and we need to find out what rooftops allow us to go <laughs> smoke up there we gotta research it what if i, I want to be in brooklyn i mean nah, but i'm gonna be honest though like you know you just have to find someone at this point that knows about a lot and i think that's what we have to get to as well we're not around people that are one resourceful, yeah. two knowledgeable, and I think we're kind of scared of knowledge and resources because you know it's been pushed in yeah, black culture. Because it, it requires us to acknowledge things that we probably don't want to acknowledge. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh wow, you mean being a drug dealer is actually fucking up my community, the same <gasps> community that I I complain about and want better for? But guess what? I'm part of the problem, and I know that in the back of my head. But for me to really acknowledge that means that I gotta stop the money flow. Oh no 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 no. I'd rather kill these niggas out here. I'd rather kill my But mind you, it's not it's really not a good. significant money flow because in order for you to be, and I shouldn't even put this on record, but I'm just going to do it anyway. In order for you to be a drug dealer, a successful drug dealer, mm-hmm. you have to you have to be almost selling what they would call designer drugs. Like weed is not a designer drug. So... Like... Weed is not designed a drug. Like, you're selling drugs like cocaine, heroin, crystal meth. Now you're making money because the type of people that fuck with those drugs are big money folks. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, like... That's that's the thing. If you're selling weed to the app... If you're selling weed to a cop, they're looking at that as a petty crime. Mm -hmm. That's petty shit. Like, how much you making? $40, maybe. 80 if you're lucky like on a nice day you couldn't make 200 but who's really copping weed from any and everyone today nobody it's not like how it used to be back in the day where somebody would come from crown heights and they just happen to be over here and they'll just be like yo i'm gonna get some love now nobody does that they'll come from crown heights be over here go back to crown heights and buy the weed and you basically be left without a sale so what you speak of what do you have to say about that because i know you like to dabble a lot in the trees what do you have to say about that? Honestly, I when I first started smoking, I didn't really think of weed as a drug. But honestly, everything is drug shit. This liquor you sipping on is a drug shit. Everything is. Alright, see, here's the thing. I kind of got a problem with that. Why? <laughs> Why would you call out what I'm doing when I'm actually doing it in the moment? It's just an example. Because like I said, okay, so I stayed, I was just saying to a friend, I don't see weed as a drug. She was just like, but it is. You know, it, it, it is that. That's that's exactly what Well, it here's is. the thing. You know what's funny? I just commented on um, Miguel's fucking post. I just came across the post yesterday and he was talking about um, I guess one of them either the Democratic or the Republican candidates. One of them won to I think they want to like outlaw marijuana. 
or whatever. They want to like strictly like privatize it or whatever. And I, I, I think that's the gist of the whole caption. I can't remember exactly. But what people fail to realize about marijuana, there's two types of marijuana. The medicinal marijuana has what they will call a high CBD content. The CBD content has the medicinal benefits. The street marijuana, which would be the tainted, the tampered with, yeah, it has a high THC content mm-hmm. and a little bit of CBD. You want to smoke weed that has a high CBD content, mm-hmm. not a high THC. So a lot of people, they don't understand the science of marijuana. So they automatically think just because it's marijuana, it's good weed. Or No, it's not. <laughs> like, the, like when you really break down the science of it. So what they've done now is a lot of the marijuana that's supposed to have the CBD content, they're selling the CBD as an individual entity when they're not supposed to do that. You could just get CBD from natural marijuana if it's good marijuana mm-hmm. anyway. You get it from marijuana. But if it's not good marijuana, you have to outsource the CBD. That's what the THC could fuck up your body. Period. THC is actually one of the um, habit forming chemicals that's in marijuana. That's why a lot of people are addicted to marijuana mm-hmm. because of that habit forming chemical, which would be the CBD. It's interesting because people will think. But, no, which would be the THC? Sick. Sorry. You can't get addicted to marijuana. Like you can get addicted to basically any habit, like any habit, really. People say that to pretty much. Like deny, deny their addiction. So it's like it's almost like an alcoholic saying, "You can't get addicted to alcohol." You know why you probably saying that? Cause he probably drink a lot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? Like people don't want other people nor themselves to feel bad about what they're doing. So they often try to like downplay it. Like you'll have somebody that curse a lot. You know, cursing is bad for you. No, it's not, bro. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> like, understand what I'm saying? They don't want you to feel bad about what they're doing and they don't probably don't want to be judged. Yeah. All types of stupid, dumb garbage. That's what that should be about. Understand yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know. But it still can be addicting because it's like you get used to it, especially if you're the type that you're an emotional smoker. Like, say something happens and automatically you're just like, okay, well, now I need a blunt. And you smoke while you're angry. You're probably attaching the, that emotion to the weed and the relief that the weed gives you and that's how you get... That's how you, you know, get the habit of smoking every time you get upset or every time you're having a bad day. And I wouldn't exactly call it, like, not per se like an addiction, where it's like a cigarette. Okay, I, I got to smoke a cigarette right now. All right, 10 minutes passed and I still am not inhaling the smoke. I got to go outside. You know, I don't think, who can really do that with a blunt? I think with the marijuana, you know, a lot of people smoke it. For like some sort of like mental freedom mm-hmm. but at the same time it's not necessarily freedom it's almost like it's almost like putting your hand in handcuffs and saying I'm working towards freedom so now you're relying on the substance to get to that place when you shouldn't have to rely on anything to get to that place exactly that's you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So once you start to rely on something, i.e. a substance, you're never going to get there. It's almost like when crackheads do crack for the first time. 
the reason why they become a crackhead because the crack that you smoked for the very first time, it gave you like a fucking euphoria. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? To the point where you're like, damn, I gotta get that again. But little do you know, you would never get that again because that was the first time. So you often go and you chase that high that you got from the very first time, not knowing that you would never get that again because it was your first time. So they often try to chase the first high that they ever got. And that's how they become addicted. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, a chick that had sex for the first time with a dude that she really liked and it was good. She becomes a, a sex addict now. Trying to get the feeling that she got from the very first time she fucked from the very first guy she ever loved. I don't know about sex addict just from that experience. Shoot. No, that's what it be sometimes because it's like, you know, you get that thing about it. You had sex for the first time. From one of the first dudes you ever loved. Probably one of the first dudes you ever really liked like that. Right? And it was fucking good as hell. Not knowing the only reason why it was good as hell because it was the first time you had sex. Right? And it was with the first dude that you ever loved or ever really liked. That's why it felt so good. You have to have these two factors in in order to get to this. You feel me? The addiction. Yeah, you have to have two factors. They have to be one or two factors. You don't have those factors, you're never going to get to this point. Understand what I'm saying? It's almost like a success. You're not going to get to the success unless you do the work to get there. Mm. See what I'm saying? No, they're not going to tell you that, but that's what it really is psychologically going on. Because they're looking at it like, yo, this shit felt good as hell. I just want to keep fucking. So, remember, I told you about the drugs. That's what it is with the drugs. It's the same thing that goes on with life. Understand what I'm saying? The reason why the drug addict becomes a drug addict because of the mental freedom that he received from doing that particular drug. The reason why people get addicted to cigarettes. Why? Because it makes them feel good. It relieves stress. It, 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 it relieves them from their problems. They're smoking their problems away. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it really is. That's how it feels. Yeah. And that's what's important. Bingo. People will pay for a good feeling, a good experience. Why are you such a genius? I was born this way. Bingo. It's all about what's innately in us that we just have to tap into and release to the world. Yeah, pretty much. But you have to be around these kind of people in order to get there. You just can't get there overnight. You just can't get there being around. I I look at it like this. Social circles, they limit people. Big time. Because you have a lot of smart motherfuckers but because they're around a particular group of people Mm -hmm. that are only interested in certain things, they never really get to that potential. They never really get to that level because they often have to meet the people where they are. Bingo. Yeah. So it's like, I, right, I could be a genius, right? But I'm hanging around a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. I don't want to come off like a genius to them because I feel like they'll probably castigate me if I come off like that. Understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got to come off as dumb to be accepted by my peers. So with that being said, it's like, what's the point? That's why a lot of black people feel the way they feel. That's why a lot of black people, I feel like a lot of black people in school deliberately underachieve because they don't want to come off like 
they're better. They don't want to come off like they're white to their. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Bunch of stupid bullshit. How many small guys have you ever met in your whole entire life that you felt like, yo, this guy's like, might be the smartest guy I've ever met? I've dated somebody like that, but he just was so stuck in the hood. It's like, he's gonna be there forever. He's gonna be there forever. And that's his choice. Mm -hmm. Niggas was smart as fuck. Like, I felt like he could either, he could write music for J. Cole, or he could have been a lawyer. Pick a route. School or no school, what do you want? And all he got to do is put the best foot forward from there. Even if his life had nothing to do with me, I felt like he still had... You know why a lot of blacks would never get to the potential or get to the level that they really want to get to? It's because you have to have people that are doing things already to put you in position. It goes back to what I said before. Okay, we already know the reason why whites are going to be successful because they have other whites that are working on things that can grant them opportunities and access to certain shit. Same thing with the Asians, same thing with the Chinese, same thing is with even Latinos that, you know, have been coming up in, you know, the past 10 to 12 years, you know, with the Obama stuff and all that nonsense. That's another conversation, by the way. Um, we have even gays. Gays can put other gays in position. So when you start to look at all these four things, you basically get to the root of it all. We're just not doing shit. Because blacks have to do for other blacks in order for us to become better blacks. See what I just said? Mm -hmm. We're not doing anything in 2020. I kind of need people to understand this shit. Like, as, as, as much as we see on social media, yeah. when you look at the reality of shit, it's still the same shit. Well, at least we can say a lot more black people are getting seats at the table. You don't want to sit at the table anymore. Because a seat at the table means somebody else is sitting at the head of the table. Mm -hmm. You don't want that anymore. You want to have your own table, and it's going to be either you sitting at the head of the table, or somebody that looked like you was sitting at the head of the table. Which one is it? Because it's getting a seat at the table. I think we need both. Why we need both is because while they're doing shit at that white-ass table, you don't know what they're dictating. And if we had people, black people, people that look like us, that actually cared what happened you know what to black, us You know what other here. people are pretty much dictating, and I kind of want people to get this now? They're just dictating for their people. Meaning, like, racism is always going to exist because it's all about just a group of people being in power. Mm -hmm. So, Chinese are always going to look out for the best interests of Chinese people. Yeah. White people are always <laughs> going to look out for the best interests of white people. Asian, same shit. Japanese, same shit. Korean, same shit. They're not going to look out for anybody else but their own. We are the only people that want to look out for everybody else. But I know why we're looking out for everybody else. Because we don't have shit to look forward to. So with that being said, if we have our own shit, we can worry about our own selves. Like, look, listen, they could do whatever they're doing over there. We're going to do what we got to do over here. And that's just that. Well, that's the thing. I feel like at this point, we have we have, do have enough resource. We have enough knowledge to do things amongst ourselves without needing. Maybe when it comes to, like, okay, we need a loan from the bank. Or, but the thing is, like, well, all those uncles that sold back in the day, they save enough to, to give... No! To give their grandniece a fucking loan for school. Like, y'all want to see... They did not see it. See, here's the really thing. not doing it. No, here's the thing. Black culture is very distorted and it's very corrupted. Because a lot of what we see 
Yeah, we emulate, but we don't think about the long term. Like, all, right, all our uncles that quote-unquote sold back in the day, like how you said it, how many of them right now can say they've saved up a million or more dollars? None of them can say that. You understand what I'm saying? Because you have to understand, once you make your money illegally, you can't technically save up that amount of money unless you don't put it in the bank. Understand what I'm saying? And you have to kind of like give it out somewhat in increments. You can't just say, you know what, my uncle want to, my uncle want to do a business, or my niece want to do a business. I'm gonna put five hundred thousand in. Where you got that kind of money from? Mm-hmm. So you have to give it out in increments. Meaning like, okay, if it starts off at like ten, I'm gonna give you ten. Come back to me next week for like another ten, or come back to me next month. I'm gonna give you another twenty. You have to do it like that. Understand what I'm saying? You can't basically start off. Okay, it's five hundred thousand dollars to start. I'm gonna give you five hundred thousand dollars. No, it's not gonna work like that. You have to break it down in increments so it can get through better. But a lot of black people don't know this. You know, I don't watch TV. I'm gonna be honest. Like what I do, I do what I do in the daytime. Do what I gotta do for myself, and all I do is just pretty much watch little videos and shit here. But I don't watch TV at all. Like I stopped watching TV like seriously in 2018. Mm-hmm. So this shit is just here. Yeah. For when like people come over and shit, but I don't see that box ain't turn on. They don't say they don't have to, <laughs> like like it's like that shit is done for. Not TV shit. There's nothing on TV for me anymore. I'm a big grown man now. Yeah. All the shit that I used to watch when I was a kid, that shit don't even exist anymore. But we should and 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 one on one and hey Arnold, like you said, Rugrats and the Fairy Odd Parents and. That's still on. It's just not the same. No, it's not on in terms of like new modern episodes, like reruns. Oh. You think that show's still on up to today? Like they're still making episodes up to now? I don't know. I thought so. Hell no. Hell no. Nickelodeon looks super different now. Compared to 10, 15, 20 years ago when I was a young man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the same. Yeah, everybody's on Netflix and Hulu and all that. I don't even have that. I be feeling like I'm out of the loop. You know, understand what I'm saying? When I hear about Netflix and shit. Like, I watch Netflix when I go to other people's crib. I don't got this shit in my crib. But there's no reason for me to have it. Because it's like, yo. <laughs> I don't watch TV anyway. Like, I would just have it for entertainment purposes. And I ain't trying to pay what they want just for entertainment purposes. Like, how often do people come over like that? People be trying to come over. I'm not going to deny that. But I'm like, do I really want you in my space like that? Like, people be coming with, like, so many different energies and spirits and... Oh man, I I used to have people over all the time, and it's it's tiring. It's like it it makes you like when you finally get to that point where you're just like alone to yourself. It makes you appreciate that. It's like it's just so much. It's just like you always trying to make sure everybody else is good, and it's, it's so tiring. I mean, you know, I want to start getting back out because I haven't been out seriously in damn many yeah, years. Yeah, go out, don't host. Yeah, like, I want to fuck around and just start going out again, start going to rooftops. Because, like I said, like, instead of me spending money on clothes all the time to not do nothing, it's almost like yeah. I'm doing shit backwards. Like, normally people buy clothes to go out with the clothes. Mm-hmm. I buy clothes just to collect and say I have it. It's kind of stupid. So now I got to put use to the clothes. So I got to start going out on a regular basis again. Mm-hmm. And just start really, you know, just, yeah, you know, you know how that goes. So. Yeah. So we pretty much got everything wrapped up for right now. It was, you know, it was quite a good run. It was quite a good episode. We touched on a whole lot. 
you know, next time is definitely going to be much more longer. But until next time, I got to say peace. Bye, guys. All right.